Hello, this is Debbie again. This is the third episode of the podcast on yoga, well-being, health. And uh, today I wanted to talk about the myths of yoga and yoga practitioners because there are so many things people imagine in general that yoga looks like or things that people think that you should do when you practice yoga or things that they imagine that should happen when you practice yoga. And it's so much fun. It almost seems like a movie. Um, there is a very active imagination. <laughs> so I wanted to talk about all the myths. So first, there is the myth that yoga is a physical exercise that skinny and flexible people practice to be skinny and flexible. And It's so much fun for me because we see that the photos quoted yoga in Instagram always include slim bodies in a tiny white bathing clothes. So yoga may reflect on the body, but its objective is just to keep a healthy body and mind, not to be a cool Instagram model. So you don't have to be remotely similar to people you see in photos. There is no need for you to become a model of anything, to show muscles all over or to get rid of all your clothes. Also because contrary to what we see lately, yes, you can do yoga with your clothes on. There is absolutely no requirement from the Ministry of Health, Yoga and Ayurveda in India or any sutra from Patanjali stating that to be a good yogi, you have to remove all your clothes. So yes, you don't have to be a fitness model to be a yoga practitioner or to like yoga. Yoga is not even about that. So yes, uh, yoga may reflect on the body, but it's not, it's not the essence. So, second myth is that yoga is only for women who are soft and sensitive. So, although in yoga you see lots of women, yoga is a very practical discipline to be very sharp in your mind. If you are, if you don't empathize with this soft and sensitive uh, vibe that you see in people who attend yoga classes, It's also perfect if you are more like a, if you consider yourself like a super achiever, you love your job, you're very efficient, you want to become better at what you do, then yoga, it's a great tool. And it's not, yoga is not only to go deep in your spirituality. It, it definitely provides that space if you are inclined to dive deep in the purpose of your existence. But it also enhances your skills and performance at whatever you do. Do you want a clear, sharp vision? Awesome. Do you want your body and mind to function at the top of their possibilities? Awesome. Do you want to put your abilities to the use of your profession? Then go for it. Yoga is a great tool. And nowadays, lots of public figures are opening up about their meditation and yoga practice because it is a fundamental aspect of whatever you do. It is smart to invest in your best asset, you. When that being, that person is well, healthy, at the core, is happy, then everything that comes from that place is better, is more efficient, and it creates better results for yourself and for those around you. So myth number three, 
that you can only practice yoga or meditation if you can manage to keep your mind empty and silent. And I know your yoga teacher seems to be very peaceful and so centered, and it seems that nothing can upset them. And you think, oh, this person is naturally quiet. He or she is in meditation all day long, but I'm not, I'm different. And I tell you, the only difference between your yoga teacher and you is that they know that there is not much to do with the mind. There's no point in resisting every thought and every emotion. We all have lots of thoughts all the time. We don't try to make them go away. We learn to be more or less comfortable with all the thoughts and emotions. And when you do yoga, there is no point in resisting whatever is your reality at the moment. Whether it is at the level of the body or the mind, whatever is going on, it is going on. Yoga is just being there. It's just being present and learning to accept who you are at that moment. What is your reality? What is happening for you in your body, in your mind? And just deal with whatever is going on. First of all, accept it, embrace it. So it's not like you have to get rid of all your thoughts, then become a serene person, and then come to yoga. There is no requirement to practice yoga. So bring your mind and your body however they are, and we'll take it from there. Fourth myth of yoga, that yoga is a very slow and boring way of spending your time. And I heard this few times in my past. At times, yoga can be a little bit slow or more like an inwards practice. But, and I get it, we all want to do fun things, we all want to chat and to dance and to interact all the time with everybody around us. But imagine, if you get bored being with yourself and you cannot be inwards for a little while, imagine how tired you will get of chasing fun all day long. There are lots of things happening inside us all the time. And it is healthy to learn to spend time with ourselves, to become more centered, more established in who we are, so that we can be better when we open our eyes. So to connect to others, first you have to connect to yourselves, to yourself. Sometimes we need to do things a little bit slower so that we don't lose that awareness of ourselves and we don't get hurt while practicing. And I tell you, there is so much depth in the silence of your own mind, and it is worth the search. So five, fifth myth, that to be a true yogi, you have to change your name to Shiva or Ganesha or any other Sanskrit name. You have to talk slowly and with a smile the whole day. So to be a true yoga teacher or a real yogi, there is no need for you to dress in white, to smile the whole day long, or to talk slowly to people, or to change your name. Authentic yoga is who you are at your core. Are you kind? Are you taking responsibility for your own happiness and well-being? Are you committed? And do you have the intention to contribute to the well-being of others? and the world? Are you committed? And do you have the intention of uplifting the human values in those around you? Great, that's it, that's yoga.
The rest is cosmetics. cosmetics. Don't mistake yoga with something else. So these were the five myths. If you have any other idea, any other uh, thought or expectation or idea that uh, you may have heard around there, let me know. And we'll talk soon in the fourth episode.